So I was doing the podcast and then that led me to a business mastermind without a business. Uh-huh. And I was in this business mastermind without a business. Then I was gifted the opportunity of getting this open space. And I really just created this space and I just kind of came back to it. And a friend of mine was doing a website branding and design. And she said, hey, I have a client mm-hmm. that's getting a photo shoot done for her website. She doesn't know what to wear. And I said, oh, here, I'll help you. And I just started throwing her stuff, ideas and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, Katie, people get paid to do this. And I was like, no, that's okay. I'll just, don't worry about it. I totally got this. And then I kept digging, kept digging. And I was like, those things that are really easy to us, that are natural to us, that we don't think we should get paid for, are the gifts that we really can give to other people. Going to school for fashion was not the popular thing to do in her family. But like many headstrong 18-year-old women, Katie Allen didn't care what they thought. Until she did. Katie started to bend, she says, and took a job that she says felt safe to her, outside of fashion, climbing the marketing ladder and getting in the habit of checking boxes. Sounds familiar, I'm sure, to most of you, right? Career, car, marriage, kids, house, bigger house. But while she loves her family, Katie said all of the accomplishments that were supposed to fulfill her were not getting her where she wanted to be. And this was all true until a big box got unchecked and she lost her job in the pandemic. Katie saw her chance to do something that felt real to her, but she had no way to replace her breadwinning income, no plan, until she and her husband worked together on a strategy that allowed Katie to take some space tap in and let the reminder of what she was always really supposed to be doing come to her. The business behind katiejuststyle.com was soon born. So was her podcast. And now she's living her dream gig of helping women develop an unstoppable style so they can create the life of their dreams too. Let's listen. Hi, Katie. Welcome to Bucket List Careers. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, I'm very excited about this. And can we start with your assistant describing you as, let me get this straight, a 90s hip-hop-loving, (laughs) lipstick-obsessed personal stylist who teaches women how to master their mood and energy through style. I'm kind of loving that. Ah, thank you. Everyone always is like, introduce yourself, describe yourself. And I always have struggled with that question. And I just like went all in because I try to think of like, who am I at my core? Not who do I serve? Like not I'm a mom or I'm an employee or I'm an entrepreneur. Like who is Katie? And you are obviously a lip popping (laughs) hip hop 90s girl, but (laughs) personal style is serious, right? And what you're doing, it's beyond the visual. It has a lot to do with the confidence building and what you're giving women in that space. So what's bucket list about what you do? What really lights you up about it? Oh, God, it's the transformation for me. And it's everything you just said, like clothes are actually the byproduct of all the things that come out of it. Everyone starts with the like, I want nice clothes and I want to organize closet. But that's really the byproduct of like once you really get to know yourself and you're like connected with yourself in a deeper way. And there's this freedom, I think, that comes with really knowing who you are and being able to express that through your clothing and your style. And my new favorite phrase is like, it's your easy button in life. Because when you feel that connected, everything else feels easy. It's easy to do a podcast. It's easier to talk to your kids. Like everything else becomes easier. Yeah, it just kind of flows after that. Well, let's talk about your previous career iteration. You were not always a personal stylist. You were in the corporate space. I believe you were in marketing. You were director for a public national retailer. So 
You called that a safe career. <laughs> Why wasn't it working for you? I mean, and we're not here to bash that, right? I mean, that could totally light someone else up, but it wasn't working for you. So walk us through that. Yeah, it lit me up for years. It really did. I actually went to college for fashion and that was my initial passion. And then I feel like I have a very classic story from there. It was like, met my husband in college, got married, had kids. And it was like, well, well, I'll do marketing because like that felt safe and it wasn't like, oh, let me move to New York City and like get into the fashion industry and things like that. But Right, like being on the business side of it. Yes. So marketing felt like a really good space to still be there, right? You still get to dive into the psychology of it, which is the piece I really, really love about the style and fashion. And it was great. It was great for years. And then like 2018, it just wasn't great anymore. Like I checked those boxes and it wasn't lighting me up the same way. And then I found podcasting. (laughs) And oh, so it's been a few years for you. Yeah, that's where things started to really turn is I fell in love with podcast. And I have this thing with people's voices where like I really connect to someone's voice. Hmm. And one day I was crying in my closet. And it's funny how it all comes back to the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Which you're sitting in front of as we speak. (laughs) Yes. And that just so happened to work out perfectly. Yeah, right. And I I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. And I was like, I have no idea what it's about. But I know there's another woman in this world who connects to this story that I have or this way that I'm feeling right now of on paper, on the outside, everything looks great. But why don't I feel that way on the inside? Right. And that was kind of the beginning of the end. What is it called? Just Realized? The podcast is called Just Yes. Okay. Okay. So that was really sort of the pivotal moment. All right. Keep going. So and that's kind of where the name came from, because it was like I was just realizing these things every day and like digging into my self-awareness. And then when you start that journey, everything begins to look and feel different. Yeah. And then in 2020, I was gifted the opportunity of getting laid off from my career. And at this point, I had been in this position for 11 years. Well, with this company for 11 years in this position for about five years. Mm hmm. And at the time, it obviously didn't feel like an opportunity, but I went to my husband and I said, okay, if you can give me the time and space and like, we don't worry about the financials and we like just create like some space, I think I can come back to myself. And I think I know there's something there, but I had no clue at all, like what it was. And he was like, okay. And now he ran a business back in 2007. And then we shifted gears a little bit in 2009 Mm -hmm. after some of that economic stuff went down. So I knew that I could get at him with the entrepreneur spirit. (laughs) I knew it was still there. (laughs) Right. So you sat down and you had this conversation and I know that you had the breadwinning income at that point. So yes, when you made your pivot, there must've been some stress on you. How did you navigate that? And Kudos to your husband also for being so supportive. I love that. But he also started something on a whim. So how did that all go down? Yeah, so I went to him and it was really scary because like you said, in that moment, I was faced with this major decision of like, I felt really stuck because I was doing that. But like all things in life, we get really comfortable with the way things are. So I went to him and I said, hey, this is scary. It's going to be the scariest thing. But I really believe like if you give me the space, we can figure this out. And then this is why like I would never bash that opportunity or that career because it did offer me plenty of that space, that runway to get the ideas. And I went to him and I knew he would support me. Like I said, that entrepreneur nugget was in there. And then he's like, yeah, go ahead and do it. And then something in him opened up because he was like, okay, now maybe this is my time. Wow. And he literally started a Twitter business and it 
went wildfire bananas and almost literally replaced my income within two months of me having that conversation with him. You're kidding. It's, it's almost like you inspired each other. And what was the business? Just out of curiosity. He's doing affiliate advertising for gaming deals and products. So like the PS5 and electronics, and that's where his real passion is. And that's where his business was back in 2007. Mm -hmm. So it was like, we both kind of had this like moment where we both really, really came back to ourselves. Right. And the timing sounds like it was right too, which is also very key. So let's talk about your work as a personal stylist now and how the pandemic affected that. How do you get your clients? Are things virtual? Not so much anymore, more of a hybrid. I've never had one. I would love to have a stylist. And I'm curious, how do you begin? What's the first step? I mean, is it a weekly thing? I have too many questions. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just stop and let you answer at least one. <laughs> No. So how it really started is like, so I was doing the podcast and then that led me to a business mastermind without a business. Uh -huh. And I was in this business mastermind without a business. Then I was gifted the opportunity of getting this open space. And I really just created this space and I just kind of came back to it. And a friend of mine was doing a website branding and design. And she said, Hey, I have a client mm -hmm. that's getting a photo shoot done for her website. She doesn't know what to wear. And I said, oh, here, I'll help you. And I just started throwing her stuff, ideas and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, Katie, people get paid to do this. And I was like, no, that's okay. I'll just, don't worry about it. I totally got this. And then I kept digging, kept digging. And I was like, those things that are really easy to us, that are natural to us, that we don't think we should get paid for yeah. are the gifts that we really can give to other people. And then I connected with the International Association of Style Coaching because I knew it was deeper than just styling. So I connected with them. I did some retraining. Then I immediately went back to my roots and like college and, you know, connected back on some of the things I had learned there. And then I had realized like I had always been doing this for myself and I had used that through my career to advance, to get hit those other milestones. And now I was like, I can begin to share this knowledge with other women because it really is about mastering your energy and feeling good and connecting back to yourself. So I had pitched it into my mastermind group and one of my uh, colleagues in the group was like, sign me up. Like, how do we do this? Yeah. And then it just kept rolling from there. I see a lot of community in your story, mm -hmm. right? You were smart to seek out that support because I think if you try to strike out on your own, I mean, and, and more power to people who can do it without a ton of support. But I think the more people behind you and the more you can talk to, the more you can learn from. Yes. Did that really help you eliminate fear? A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Like in the beginning of the journey when I was starting the podcast and I had a life coach at the time and she was like, mm -hmm. build the community and like everything else will follow. And I will be completely honest. It was so annoying because I was like, no, I want clarity, not community. Mm. Like I want to know the direction of my life. And she was like, if you build the community, like everything else is going to come because once you have that support, you can ask these questions, you can grow, you can find out so much more of yourself. And I really, really love that. And then that's what the podcast in and of itself became for me. Yeah. And I do, I yeah. thousand percent believe that that's been like the success in the journey. And then once I got clarity, I immediately started joining other communities and connected with other style coaches and got training. And I knew that this was a gift, but also I hadn't officially done it. So I wanted to make sure I had the training and got in there and I connected with some amazing, amazing women and yeah, it's just been awesome. It's been just going gangbusters from there. And you know what it is about you that I think I've realized is you have sort of this combination of styling and coaching in one. 
some of the things that I read about you and some of the things you offer your clients, how-to tips on dressing for how you want to feel to master your mood and energy, it is deeper than just, I don't know, an outfit that works. <laughs> or yeah. this too, how to build confidence through style so you can live your dream life. So talk to me a little bit about that. I'd like to know how. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of like when the intro and you're like, I'm obsessed with lipstick. And that's kind of where it started for me. It's <laughs> like when I put on the lipstick, I could feel the moods and the energy of the colors that yeah. I associated with the lipstick. And I started to see that those things are there. So like when I started the podcast, I was scared to death. So I'd get dressed up to record the podcast, even though no one could see me. Yeah. And I would start doing these little things. So when I work with women, I always start with like, well, how do you want to feel? How do you want to be perceived? Like, what are your goals? And then how do we tie that back to the items in your closet? And it can be, we can start with something as simple as the lipstick. Sure. Or it can be like this suit or whatever that is and tap into that and really connect with yourself. And then it just naturally kind of grows from there because teaching you or getting you comfortable with layering or like, you know, trying something new or pushing the limits that to me feels like the easy stuff mm. it's getting you to connect and think about going that layer deeper of like well i just want to feel good or i just want to look good but like what does that really mean do you want to feel abundant do you want to feel connected do you want to feel approachable do you yeah. want to feel confident and like when i feel like when we go that layer deeper then that's how we for me personally like that's how i begin to hit my dreams and achieve my goals is that what you mean by your feelings first styling methodology? Because I wanted to make sure I asked you about that. And that's yes. like an exclusive offering that you have. It connects women back to themselves, their bodies. I love that. Mm -hmm. And even their cycles through unlocking their personal style. This is so great too, because I feel like, and I just had a woman on my podcast who is a fitness guru, but she dealt with an eating disorder. And we talked about body image, body positivity, and all the stuff that we're dealing with and our daughters are dealing with, or at least mine, looking at the perfection, quote unquote, of social media mm -hmm. and what's going on with Facebook right now, right? And how this is all coming out. So I'm sure this ties into feelings first and having a styling methodology. So speak to me about that. So the feelings first for me really is around this idea of enclosed cognition. So it's a study around like the clothes we wear can really impact the way we think, feel, and function. So mm -hmm. you can be more productive, you can be more creative, you can solve problems better, you can just even pay attention or focus better if you really, really feel comfortable in your clothes. So that really spoke to me again, like with the body image and like I have yeah. two kids, I'm 40, I've been through all the transitions right it yeah feels of, of gaining weight and losing changes weight. yeah not knowing who i am stretch marks like all of those things that come with that and that's that was like my number one the first time i got on the phone with a client and i was like mm. okay you ready like i'm so excited like let's look good and she was like i'm scared and i was like why are you scared and it's honest yeah and she's like i'm scared and i was like why she was like because like you know, these five things about my body or whatever those things were. And I was like, oh my God, this is so much. I would never forget that first call. I was like, this is so much bigger. And that's why I tapped into that. Yeah, And it's so powerful. Like I had a client just last night messaged me and said, I was doing my photo shoot and I had that dress on that we picked and I caught a glimpse of my reflection and I looked at myself and the parts of myself that previously I would have been like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm wearing this. She said, I looked at myself and I was like, oh my God, look at me. I look amazing. And I was like, <laughs> my heart explodes. Oh, sure. That's so rewarding, right? Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's a big part of what we're trying to achieve here with Bucket List Careers is finding your professional purpose and getting up every day and loving what you do. Uh, and of course, making money doing it. So yeah, if we can talk takeaways for listeners, maybe someone who's really interested in styling. And like you said, if someone who's been doing it her whole life or his whole life, but hasn't really put it together or just hasn't launched it because they're not ready. So what, what would be your biggest piece of advice? baby steps and like yeah. don't underestimate the baby steps like my very first podcast episode was terrible it was horrible but here i am like 130 <laughs> some later just from taking that one baby step and i still i'm doing that today every day it's still baby steps and i don't think it really ever ends but it's just like just start and then just keep taking baby steps and it unfolds and you don't have to have the clarity like if you just start the clarity will come yeah. Do you think it's just maybe because it feels overwhelming? I mean, and possibly it's a side hustle while you're trying to make a transition. Give it an hour or two a day, research, talking to people. I think if the consistency is there where you're trying to yes. get it rolling, yes. maybe it won't feel so daunting. Yes. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here too. But I know exactly what you mean in terms of baby steps because when I launched this, which was in the pandemic, by the way. So I'm more of a newbie than you are. This is only like episode 36 or what have you. I thought, I, this is just a complete area I know nothing about. And when you let that mental clutter consume you, you're not even going to read that first article or get in touch with that first person who can tell you, look, it's not as hard as it looks or it's not as impossible as you may think. And that's the power of community too, mm -hmm. when you surround yourself by people who are constantly reminding you of that. And like going back to what you were saying, my very first leap magnet, I did 10 minutes a day because I was still in my corporate job as a marketing director. I had no time. I was commuting. I have two small kids. Right. 10 minutes a day. And I got so much done in those 10 minutes. It only took me like seven days to get it done. And it was messy, but I got it up and it was the beginning of the journey. And like when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, look at that. But also I look back at it and I have such a special place for it because I did it. And it was 10 minutes a day. Like don't underestimate like how much you can get done in those baby steps and what they snowball into. Right. Wherever you can build it into your day. So are you taking on clients right now? If we, you know, we want people to be able to follow you and if they want to find out how to get started with you, where should we send them online? Yeah, right now I spend most of my time hanging out on Instagram, Katie Allen Stylist. And then I have an amazing website that my branding and website designer helped me do, katiejuststyled.com. And right now I am accepting clients. I'm really focused on that one-on-one -on -one transformation. So that's okay. where I love to step into for that woman who's ready to go to the next level, reconnect with herself and create some amazing outfits. And what does that mean? How much time does that involve for a client? So right now I run that as a two month program, um, oh. but the transformation starts immediately. And then after that, it usually continues into, you know, a lifelong partnership. I see this as a partnership, like I'm part of your team, you know, like, yeah, you hire a stylist, you have a website designer, it's your person, right? They're there to back you up all the time. Where are you based? You can obviously do things virtually as well. Yeah, right now I'm actually, so I launched the styling business and the pandemic. So it's all been virtual. So I'm grateful that I came in in the virtual aspect of it. Right now I'm doing everything virtual. I am starting to branch out a little bit locally now that things are opening up, but I am based in Virginia. All right. Well, I might be your next client, by the way, because you sound amazing. <laughs> and then once again, just realize the podcast, everyone should subscribe and rate and review all that good stuff. I really loved having you. I'm so glad that we connected. 
and I'm going to be watching you because, you know, you, you're really, you're showing us exactly how to find your purpose and do it with such ease and grace. So thanks again, Katie, for taking the time. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Take care. Thanks as always for taking the time to listen. I'm Crystal Laurie. This is Bucketless Careers. We've got lots of great guests lined up through the end of the year. You won't want to miss a single episode every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.